The Tights and Fights podcast, for over six years, a revolutionary force in sports and entertainment. slide number four you'll see that wrestling has more than one royal family welcome to tights and fights the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves i'm hollywood talk hal lublin and i'm joined by my fellow members of the nation of conversation the corporate dampian danielle radford oh yeah that's good that's good because when you think of corporate stuff you think of you think of this girl uh, cur- currently dressed for the hottest rap battle of 2001. <laughs> <laughs> We're also joined by Claim Your Kelkdom, Lindsay Kelk. I mean, sure. I, I, do you know what? It, I'm all in. I had a meeting about book stuff this week and the, the marketing people, Circle of Trust, everyone listening, said they're planning an event for the summer called Kelkfest. And... The laughter. Oh. I know I should have told them we have to call it Kelk. <laughs> yeah. so we're just we're just kelking it up or everywhere. <laughs> it's twenty twenty four. Kelking it up. Oh lord. Kelking it up. I on know. The Lindsay Kelk talk show. Kelking it up. Walking on it. I mean, it's, it's great. <laughs> well, <sighs> you know, in just a bit, we're going to talk more about everything surrounding the main event of WrestleMania. I don't know why on earth we're talking about one other thing. <laughs> I've, I've been waiting. I thought everybody was very nice to reschedule because I could not make the Wednesday record. But uh, da, 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 about to blow. I'm about to go nuts. I have a lot of thoughts and opinions. We all do. But let's talk about other things from wrestling that got our attention. By the way, how is it? Tony Khan, like, it's like, oh, no, uh, uh, everybody look over here because uh, uh, Mercedes Monet is coming. To is going to be Boston, and look at these dollar signs. <laughs> Don't you want to catch her now? Limited engagement before she's on YouTube in three weeks. <laughs> uh, like, how is that the fifth biggest headline in wrestling, and the other four all revolve around the WrestleMania main event? All of them do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Tony. I mean, I points for trying. Yeah. But but also no points for you ever. <laughs> I don't know, I, man. Look, I, it is incredibly smart because right now, there. Let me. Uh, I'm putting on my business hoodie. Um, yeah. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, let me get my business. <laughs> get my business hoodie on. I got to put it over my business yeah. oh. wig. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> Mom's business spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's incredibly smart to hype this up because they are trying to hype up ticket sales and they are trying to make it an event. Yeah. The part of me, um, y'all, y'all remember several years ago when everything that was happening on Raw was the worst thing we'd ever seen. And I was like, I'm hopeful. I remain hopeful. Hope remains eternal. This is me going, well, they've got a new something guy and they seem like they're trying to turn around the women's division and maybe it won't be at 933 every night. And they're making a big deal out of Mercedes. And so maybe this means that the women's division is going to get more shine and it won't just be people watching Tony Storm, which is still amazing. I hope that this is better than her New Japan entrance because that was fucking 
that was snake bit that whole thing from like her first time coming out and the move getting botched to, to injuries and everything that came after that whole thing let's just wish it away to the cornfield and hope for new and 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 better I would really respect it if they would just let her have her song. They're not using it. You know, I'm not coming out of my car to it every day. So, like, let her have it. I, if I did, I would use it every day when I got up. Wouldn't that be nice to open the bedroom door and have entrance music? Yeah. yeah. That might be something fun for Jeff to live with. <laughs> <laughs> that might be nice. Oh, my God. Just every time you open the door. Get to live with. <laughs> Get to live with. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. One for each cat. Entrance music in the house, people. I'm just putting it out there. Maybe that's what we should all be doing. Everyone needs to lift their spirits. Do you personally, listeners, need entrance music to accompany you every time you walk into a room? Mm-hmm. Now I'm just imagining the cats the cats going in and out of the room and the songs just playing as a and then yeah. that I'm listening. <laughs> Sky's the limit. Back again. Yeah, it would be like the rumble. Yeah. It's like one's running out, yeah. one's coming in, one's coming out. I Let's just do it. Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> You know, back, uh, I just want to shift things. Back in 1999, tag team wrestling was sort of at this lull in WWF. And then along comes two tag teams that steal the show in October, I think, with their ladder match at the end of the Tory Invitational Tournament. That means 10. (laughs) Then you add the Dudley Boys to that mix, and you have a revitalized tag division. They probably had more guys that they could have featured. You know, the uh, Too Cool was very popular at the time. The Acolytes, they bounced the, the titles around. But they had a robust division that never really got the attention deserved because Vince, very famously, does not like tag teams. I think in the Triple H, the Paul Levesque era, that tag teams have slowly been featured more and more. The women's tag division is, has gotten some really good boosts lately. But the fatal four-way match on Raw... Between DIY, New Day, Imperium, and the Creed Brothers. I can't remember a better tag match that I've seen in the last maybe 10 to 15 years. In terms of how great everybody was, specifically like as a coming out party, a main event coming out party for the Creed Brothers and for DIY. I think DIY is still, <laughs> I have this thing of like when I see DIY, I want to whisper it like, you have to make them remember. <laughs> yeah. who you are. Yeah. Just, you have to assume that no one knows who you are if you're DIY at yes. this point. It's been a whole minute. Which is right? funny because like yes. the last match that I think was one of my favorites was the one between DIY, Bald and Hair, and the Grown Up Ninja Turtles. Like I think that was one of my last of like where where it really mm-hmm. felt like it was a big deal. I think that was that during the War Games. <laughs> I don't remember their names. It was sometimes. <laughs> Which ago. is bad because um, they're back on TV now. I'm not a good the, person. Uh, authors of pain. Yeah, sure. So <laughs> they're, yes. they're great. They're great. <laughs> That's sounded incredibly dismissive i do think they're incredibly talented i just have memory issues because don't get hit by a bus in your brain that was the last time when i was like fuck what where it was like this is like not just a fuck of a tag team like match but it was like oh like this is a match where these are actual like tag teams that are acting like a tag team and not just like two singles Mm -hmm. put together even diy who famously that was their whole thing until they were like let's figure out how to become a tag team this match was a lot of that feeling of like okay these are like tag teams like not you know again not just like hey here's an excuse to get four people that you like in a ring or six people or eight people or whatever that you like in a ring yeah i'm so excited for the smackdown match oh, for the yeah. uh, yes. pete dunn and tyler bate versus diy this is gonna be i mean that would be a show stealer anywhere mm. but smackdown i'm like mm-hmm. 
cancel the rest of the show if it weren't for everything else that's happening. <laughs> but I think it's going to be an absolute killer. I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I mean, they're fun, I think. getting a match that would have been an NXT TakeOver main event that everybody would have been yeah. excited oh, to see. Yeah. There's a lot more to talk about, but I, there's only one thing on everybody's mind. So let's get right to it. It is time to give one corner of wrestling some extra attention. This is our main event. Anal bleeding. Whoa! Yeah! Get a life, kid. Rhymes with shit. Holy shit! WWE. I love Kate. Look at this face! And a hard fart victory. Live, pal. What? I'm gonna I'm gonna read what was written here, but I have to I have to heavily editorialize this. Here's what happened. Okay. Cody Rhodes won the Royal Rumble. He won the Men's Royal Rumble by eliminating CM Punk. The plan ostensibly at the time, pre-injury to Punk, was that Punk would go on to face Seth Rollins because they had unfinished business. And Cody would go on to finish his story, which was not heavily implied, pretty much stated outright when he pointed (laughs) at Roman, not the sign, he pointed at Roman Reigns. Everything tells you. He pointed at Roman Reigns. The angle of his... This isn't like, did Babe Ruth call his shot or not? This was, he pointed his finger, and if you drew a straight line out of it, it would smack Roman Reigns in between his damn eyes. So, we find out Punk is hurt. Brock Lesnar, who is rumored to work with Gunther, is, is off the table as well. There are a lot of things that got messed up around it, but Punk being hurt really throws a wrench into things. Cody shows up at the end of SmackDown, and says with his mouth the words come out i am not going to challenge you at wrestlemania am i wrong yes or no he said it will happen between us but not at yeah WrestleMania. he said but it. not at wrestlemania i'm he not said, gonna fight but not you. at wrestlemania yeah i'm gonna take everything from you i sought counsel for yeah. a bunch of people one of whom you know very well then out <laughs> comes the rock they hug cody who looks like he is being forced to put his beautiful dog to sleep himself <laughs> in front of an audience. Hey, hey Cody, hold up, a, hold up an image of today's newspaper. <laughs> is that why he brought Pharaoh to work? Yeah. Is that like, did, did Hunter yeah. say, yeah, he, bring him poor, in. Bring sweet him Pharaoh, in. who we all hope lives forever, who seems to be in perfect health. It's as if we've got Cody, you know what would really get over is if you put Pharaoh to sleep in front of the whole crowd. You inject him yourself with <laughs> with a tear in my eye. He steps aside. The Rock stands up for a confrontation. Everybody goes crazy because when The Rock's music hits, we all go crazy. I am a huge Dwayne The Rock Johnson fan. I like his movies, by and large. I am a big fan of everything he did in the ring. He comes out and the collective world of wrestling goes, what the actual three-toed four-eyed fuck is happening here (laughs) why do you take a character who's trying to finish his story make him look incredibly dumb and weak by just standing aside without any real rep it it just felt like uh now we have to have the rock here because we got to do something about this wrestlemania the internet reacts the way it's going to and i'm sure we're being worked to some extent this entire time and if they worked us from day one Clap, 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 the slowest of claps to you. Great job. But we get to, everybody loses their shit. It's We Want Cody's Trending. Some of the talent, like Ricochet, is tweeting it as well. People who are not in the company more, like Psycho Sid, 
is out there going, I want to give him a power bomb for you, Cody, because, you know, that's a great opportunity to get yourself over. Zack Ryder's getting involved. Maybe the, the best example of someone using the internet to get themselves over and stay over. Cardona, go do it. Nobody's giving him anything to do. And everybody, uh, The Rock's like, this is a long game. It's a long game, long game. We get to Monday. It gets muddled worse. They're chanting, we want Cody. We get the Rocky Sucks chance returning. By the way, the person who comes out of this looking the best of anybody is Drew McIntyre. One million percent. I think I speak on behalf of everybody when I say, what the hell? I laid you both up perfectly for WrestleMania, and you're potentially going to screw it all up. I did enjoy Seth's reaction to the Rocky Sucks chance. Yes. Yes. Seth was like, Seth Rollins' genuine reaction of, wow, didn't see that coming. Yeah. Yes. Um, even the wrestlers couldn't have anticipated this reaction. Yes. We all could have. We all could. <laughs> but everyone that works there, not so much. And the, the fandom is divided. I was talking to a good friend of mine, like, and I, you know, we're talking about it, go back and forth, and the texts are reading, like, books of the friggin' Bible back and forth <laughs> of, like, <laughs> This is the biggest match and everybody, this is going to draw the most eyeballs of like, this is bad storytelling. You're doing this in a backwards way. It doesn't make any sense. Why would you have Cody win the Royal Rumble if he's not going to challenge at WrestleMania? Since he's locked into that, there's a way to get to it, right? And we're sitting in this limbo of nothing making sense. Even Cody's taking to social media money saying, hey, I love y'all, but you got to wait, you know, like be patient. This is a long game, long game, long game. We get to Thursday. To the launch event, which instead of being a press conference, I was kind of hoping it would be like a mix of their media scrums and mm-hmm. weigh-ins. I'm sorry, I'm not letting either of you talk. I swear I'm no, coming no, no, to no. a point and then I will no, shut the hell up. I'm, I'm enjoying yeah, I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> Keep <Wait>. going. <laughs> Another podcast where a white guy talks way too long. <laughs> no, 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 no. We are. I'm listening. So we get to this event. It's more like an episode of Raw. It's more like an episode of Sunday Night Heat. Before a, before a pay-per-view than anything else. <laughs> it's like got the pre-show feel. Punk is out there. I'm actually starting to like him for some reason. Look, we'll get well, to yeah, that. Him, we'll get to whatever the fuck is he, going on. Put a pin in it. Put a pin in it. Outside of I want to punch Rock in the face being a great line, the where were you in 2012 when The Rock did this to me <laughs> is another great line. We get to this moment. Out comes Roman Reigns. And, and we see like, all right, well, Something's going to, we all know something's going to happen. All these eyeballs, I'm sure it's a super high watched event to get people hyped. I'm obviously, my blood is, my blood pressure is 500 over 8 million (laughs) right now. Right now, talking to you about it. Roman comes out, he's like, well, Cody was too weak to choose, so I'm going to choose. I choose The Rock. Out comes The Rock, they're booing him. He brings back the Cody Crybabies line that he came up with on the Pat McAfee show. Pat McAfee turning heel as well, by the way. You start to get this idea of, like, why is he doing this heel thing? They're booing him. He's Of course he's working the crowd because he's the rock and he can control mm-hmm. a crowd no matter what he is. He pulls out a, a friggin' slideshow to show how many Samoans <laughs> are in wrestling, which which we found out includes Naomi. Very nice. Aww. I was she, is, she is part of the family. I like that she's on the bloodline yeah. thing. Plus, put her in the yeah. fucking bloodline. Do it, it do it. <laughs> it includes the Snookas, so Tamina's on there as well. So you get a sense yeah. of just the depth. Nia was on there. Ava's, yeah. Everyone's on there. The Rock's ex-wife is on Everybody, there. Everybody, yeah. Like, Danny's on there. on there. Ava's on there. Everybody's on there. 
And he's using that to illustrate. First of all, he'd been saying this story has been building for four years, ever since he said head of the table. That's when the story's been building. That's that is uh that is a week. That is weak sauce. Sure, weak sauce to bring an interview. Sir, I Mr. Mr. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, they literally dedicated a whole week to your first match ever. <laughs> Combined it with weird lore from your Netflix movie, and you didn't uh-huh. even pre-tape a fucking anything. You yeah. were nope. not around, sir. For your own celebration, you did not come. You did not get on your phone. You could have done a cameo and like just call and been like, "Hey, thanks so much. I'm Dwayne the Rock Johnson, um, Terramana," and then just peace the fuck out. <laughs> you didn't. So for you to be like, "Yeah, I've been like sitting back and like waiting to confront you for this." Hey, first of all, uh-huh. I almost said the n word. Um, but now I'm going to. Um, nigga, if you're the head of the table. Y'all ain't had a family dinner in four years? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Where were you at the barbecue, sir? I see Solo Sokoa dancing with his children, and I don't see you defending your table. It only looks this bad in the light because they had Cody win the fucking Rumble. Had Cody not won the Rumble and they just would have done this, it would have been fine and we all would have been like, okay. But for it to be like, well, I had to fucking, you know, I know that you were on Cody's dance card, but I had to respectfully cut in and put my dick on the table to prove I'm the head of the table. Now it's like, well, now it doesn't work. Like it could have worked. It also could have been what they did on Thursday. They could have literally just all slapped their dicks out on a table. And that would have just made this a lot quicker. (laughs) Penises to tables. (laughs) (laughs) Funny you bring up family dinner when he's in uh, the rocks in the fast and furious movies where they'll fly, they'll go into space one day, but then at six o'clock, they're eating outside at that house in in Boyle Heights or wherever. Yeah, man, I need corn. They're they're always having dinners (laughs) all the time, that family. So they're talking. They're talking. We get him to come out. It almost seems like an exhibition match between the two of them, the Rock and Roman Reigns. Yeah, so very civil, so very respectful. Yeah, the Carl Weathers and and yeah. that, that like red heat, like oh, cl- clap our hands together. <laughs> Is it the, the Dutch and Dot or something? Yeah. Yeah, we hear Cody's voice from backstage. Go, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he comes out and goes, "This is bullshit." I won the Royal Rumble. It's my right. You don't get to pick Roman. I choose you. WrestleMania 40. Guess when he could have done that six fucking days earlier. This is not yeah. the same. This is not the same Cody. We go back to Cody from Friday. Well, what happened? Did your balls drop off? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here with you that all of a sudden there's this change? Oh, by the way, the Seth is out there first that he's standing to the side. Seth is just there the whole time <laughs> in his out. lovely suit and his wife's, and his wife's shoes. Like, Roman buries that title again. Again. Yeah. Stop saying the quiet part out loud, Roman. We already yeah. knew this. Stop saying it. They are definitely in a fight. Like, they, like Roman's texting Seth afterwards being like, we're all good, yeah? And uh, Seth is just thumbs up. And mood. He's just thumbs upping <laughs> that text. I thought it was the middle finger like 20 times. No, he's for sure sending uh, just a thumbs up. Every yeah. every text every text that <laughs> Seth it. sends Roman has a period on the end. Like, he is punctuating. Yeah. He yeah. is mad. <laughs> Roman insults Dusty, like insults him, gives a great heel line, really bad, makes you think like Cody's just going to jump on him right there and beat the beat the piss out of him. Instead, Cody goes, if both of your grandfathers were here, 
they would be disappointed in you. They would be ashamed yeah. of you. Ouch. And then the rock. Can you believe he played the, I'm not angry, yeah. I'm disappointed. <laughs> exactly. And so are your elders. You know what? I don't like, know. With Cody, what? Cody is one of the superstars. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah, if someone's going to do the, I'm not yeah. mad, I'm disappointed, Absolutely. it's going to be Cody Rhodes. That's like, he found out I've been smoking and he comes into my room and we both sit on the side of the bed and he puts his arm around me and he's like, look, I get it. I do. But. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it's the butt that's going to kill me. Going back to when you were the head of the elite, sir, I learned it by watching you, okay? <laughs> right. Yeah. And and look, being disappointed obviously works because The Rock steps up. When you insult his family, you insult my family. When you insult his blood, you insult my blood. You are delivering that much better than The Rock did, though. Like, his delivery was not on point there. And the third when he's like, I, and also uh, there was a third one, there was a third one, blood. Blood. Blood, blood, uh, blood, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, wow, wow, Dwayne. This isn't going to get Black Adam 2 re- <laughs> rescheduled, is it? I'm the, I'm the... <laughs> His performance was not great. I'm the head of the something line. It's me. <laughs> the bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a business eddy. The Rock slaps Cody. All the officials get involved because Aldous Pierce and Paul are all out there separating them. They go crazy. Cody's ushered backstage. Triple H caught Cody in a real romance novel face yeah. lock, I do want to say. The, the cupping of that face. I'm yeah. like, oh, a thousand fanfics were just born. Uh-huh. Do you just kind yeah. of lean up? Beauty, uh, just Tongue. tender. The tenderness with which he removed him from the situation. Look, he's going to lean against a, doorna- a doorway next. That's what's happening. Leaning right and up on the doorway. they're both wearing gray sweatpants. <laughs> yeah. They're both wearing and gray tank sweatpants. tank tops. Damn it. Also being escorted <laughs> off stage is Seth Rollins, who says to The Rock, I don't care if you're on the board. This is bullshit. You can't do this. And to which The Rock says, I can do whatever the fuck I want. So much cussing. He did so much cussing. So much bad language from those boys. Yes. Triple H is being interviewed about everything. He can't even hide his smile. So I know how happy he is because he knows (laughs) everybody's losing their ever-loving minds no matter how they felt about it. (laughs) And guess what? He's not wrong. Along comes The Rock. And a dead serious fix the shit. Fix, t- let him talk about my family again. I'll slap his teeth out of his fucking mouth. Or I'll slap his fucking teeth out of his yeah. mouth. One or the other. Bleeped again. Tonight, we recorded this at a Friday at 2 p.m. We will find out more. But good Lord. Was it a great moment? Yes. Does it get people excited for what's going to happen? Yes. Did I ask my dad if he wants to go to WrestleMania? He said yes. Hmm. I said yes. <laughs> he said yes. I think he thought I had tickets. So that's going to be a whole other discussion. Point is, yes, people got excited. For me, it was such a twisted road to get to the right thing when you could have done this so much simpler, like uh, at least two or three, I would say a million, but two or three other concrete ways you could have gotten to this exact moment without all the confusion on Friday. You could have had Cody look like the underdog. You could have done it a bunch of different ways. None of those happened. What we got was this weirdly, really confused, convoluted version of two different stories. It kind of blew two matches. Like, just yes or no, and feel free to fill in. Are you are you more or less excited for Rock versus Roman Reigns after what's happened in the last six days? I never want to see it now. I never want to see Rock Roman. Also, and I know, I, so I am, I am the anti-you at this point, Hal, because I don't give two shits about the Rock. Like, he... 
he I was not watching it at all when he was in it. I've seen right. him main event a mania and a survivor series and had forgotten both. I was like, shit, no, I've seen him. I bet I was there. Okay. And a rumble. Yeah, I mean, I've never, but live, like live, I was at Survivor oh, Series okay. when Punk won his belt, which is the only thing I remember out of that because that wasn't the main event, was it? Because it was our truth and the Miz versus John and John and Dwayne, and I just didn't care because I he I like him as a as a concept <laughs> lesser these days. I enjoy Moana and his work on the Instagrams, but I don't care about him versus Roman because. That to me is the, it's the clearest version of this isn't real. And I hate being reminded that it's not real. You know, it's just, it's too scripted for me. It's too scripted. It says the idiot that knows every word of it is scripted. If that had been the Mania match, I would have been so mad. Because I'm like, Rock's not walking out with the title, is he? So sure, how are we going to get to that result? That will be interesting. But I'm pissed off because I feel like I already know what I'm here for. And I'm pissed off with Cody of it all. But even taking the Cody of it all out, I don't want to see that match. It's three years too late. Too little too late, boys. And I know I am in the minority of not wanting to see that match at all. I'd rather him tell me his energy drinks on Instagram. Tell me about your daughter's guinea pigs. Like, I'm more interested in that content. I wasn't pumped for the match because Dwayne can do all of the things that Dwayne is great at doing without being in a match. Like, Dwayne is not in ring shape. Like, and that's obviously he fucking looks amazing. Like he works out for a living. He has, you know, I, I'm sure that he's, he's, you know, flipping the tires and beating the cords on the ground. I'm sure there are actual names for these exercises. They, that's just what they, that's just <laughs> what they look like to me. I'm sure that he, you know, he's, he's fucking pulling the thing with the football player on it or whatever. He does all that stuff all day long, <laughs> eating all the chickens. But it's like, it, there is a very specific, like you can't just be gone from wrestling and not be doing consistent wrestling and be able to pull off a good match. That is not the kind of sport this is. You can't just come in. We saw he came in, he did what, like a rock bottom, he did a people's elbow and he was gassed as fuck. And that doesn't make for a good match. So either way, him versus Roman was going to have to be a bunch of shenanigans. It was going to have to be a bunch of people in the ring while The Rock does as little as possible because you can't get into shape for a fucking barn burner WrestleMania match in four months. I don't understand why they're having us, they're asking us to pretend like he's going to close out WrestleMania night two with a 20 minute match. It's not going to happen. Which has stakes that aren't as high as Cody's stakes. It's like you're asking me to invest in a different match when finish your story has been two years running to come to some kind of conclusion, we hope. And the stakes are so high, and they're not high in Dwayne Roman. It's literally like, remember when LeBron did the decision? And like, he comes out as like this big (laughs) shit and ass deal. He comes out, tells us all where he's going. Everyone's mad. So they were teasing forever the decision, Cody's decision. Cody comes out makes the decision, we all hate it, and then all of a sudden, days afterwards, Cody's like 
tweet like posting on Instagram, I've made my decision. It's like, is this fucking Groundhog's Day? We were they you yeah. know they tape those, right? It was they, it was yeah. <laughs> like you know they they record those, right? They recorded that you said that you weren't doing this this way. And so uh. for them to pretend that we memory hold that is also kind of like they're usually like they, they don't straight up play in our faces like that. And I feel like we're all mad because they played in our face. Right? We're pissed. And like even the messy, messy world's worst scrub like just messy 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 like no, everyone forgot their lines no one could remember where they were supposed to be even if cody had come out in vegas and just been like dude like when i talked to you if he's addressed rock directly and been like we talked about this and you convinced me but like you've been so disrespectful and actually now i've had time to think about it fuck you you know like even if he had confronted the fact that he has changed his mind which actually really does set him up for his political career he's like, you know forget what i said that didn't happen we're doing a 180 i feel like this now but i really do feel like he should have been more aggressive directly at rock and said like you you were the one that tried to convince me to walk away and now i see why it's because you selfishly wanted it for yourself or something like that there were ways it's in the history of people saying about the rock you know how many people have said whether it's been heel rock or face rock you're manipulative and that is what you do is you manipulate people how easy would it have been for him to come in exactly for him to come in and be like you know i i got hollywood rocked everyone says oh you know Dwayne's manipulative Dwayne does this, Dwayne does that, and I didn't believe it, and you caught me, and you, and I'll never let that happen again. There's so many elegant ways to do this instead of being like, I didn't say that. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. One thing that I love about it, and then I swear I'll yeah. shut up, the interaction with Triple H at the end, because I do feel like they understand the assignment in that if they are going to mention that Rock is on the board, if we're going to confront the fact that rock is on the board of the company now he has to be a heel because if you are an authority figure in the wwe you have to be a heel and we have talked about this i have talked about this i have shit on mr khan for this a thousand times that he refuses to be a heel as an authority figure and i think that damages his brand and damages his company and his storytelling the authority figure should be the heel and i loved that and i love that that's going to be rock's take on this it's like fuck you i get to decide i get to decide and he's obviously going to try and fight it because he's on the board and i was like oh wait we've just erased mr mcmahon which obviously brings me great joy because this is way worse our beloved rock is now the big boss who we all hate that's like seeing your best friend take over the company and then fire everybody, you know? I love that they have an opportunity to turn him into an ultra authority. Yes, deal. do that. And hopefully they I'm not seeing things that aren't there. Hopefully that is happening and it's legit. And I love that. Because imagine awful, awful tribal chief Roman, but with the authority of the company behind him. That elevates his healdom even more than it currently is. Maybe. He looks like a sidekick right now. Oh, I think, see, I think it just does give him an opportunity to be like, I'm untouchable forever because I even have the board behind me. Maybe. I see what you're saying. Smart. I like your version of it. I don't know. (laughs) Who knows if they'll do it? You know, the last thing we have here, and I know we got to get out, is in the end, did they get it right? And the truth is, we don't know because it's- Yeah, we don't know. it, It has only gotten murkier. And we'll see if Triple H makes it any sense tonight. I have a feeling- that Dwayne's tune-up for WrestleMania, whoever he's going to face, is going to be a tag match with with uh, Roman against Seth and Cody. That kind of yeah. makes sense. Gives him something to do because he doesn't have an immediate challenger to his title. Let Drew win the Elimination Chamber and then and then deal with all that. 
but we don't know how it's going to play out. Is it in a better place than it was? Yes. Is there intrigue around it? Sure. Were we ever not going to watch if it was Rock and Roman? No, of course we were going to watch it. I feel like it's hard to, to voice the frustration to people who don't understand why anybody's frustrated because we all want the Rock versus Roman. I was pulling for it a while back. I feel like I've mentioned it on this podcast a few times. Yeah, I mean, you for sure mentioned it. I mean, and also over multiple years, we've been waiting for this. Right. Part of what we've liked about Triple H's run so far, really like with full control of creative, is that there is, by and large, especially with bigger things, there is a logic that you can trace back and forth and it makes sense for the characters, how we got where we are, whether you like it or not. This feels so sloppy, like they did a hard turn after Punk got hurt, and then they did a hard turn back, and maybe part of this was all the plan. It was was a plan all along. All the reporting is all over the place. This is, by the way, the new kayfabe. Like you don't know what story's real. The line that's blurred mm-hmm. between reality and the show is why they're doing what the fuck they're doing. What we're really wondering, the moments that get us turning our head is, this felt like a dumb decision. Now it feels like the decision's the other way around. Now we don't know what is going on. And for people, there are layers. The people who who maybe buy in a little bit more, they're like, oh, The Rock's really mad. Great. The rest of us going, what the hell's going on? This is interesting, but why did it take that to get to this? That's where the frustration comes from. That That's where it is. Does anybody else have anything they want to add before we get out? I'm a messy bitch who loves drama, and yeah, I you know what? Like, obviously, yeah, we were always gonna watch. It was fucking messy. It's not playing in my face. So sloppy. It's sloppy because of what a good job they've done over the last two years, three years. Yeah, we're always gonna watch it. It's messy. I'm gonna give it all the benefit of the doubt and say they got it. They'll figure it. They've got it now. Yeah. I'm excited about the idea of that tag. I think that would be super awesome. Makes me way more excited about Elimination Chamber. Um, yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, I also think that, like, just to kind of... Uh, I, I think that because we all kind of understand why everything has been such a shit show the last couple of weeks, that is also... I think uh, people are upset, but I also think it's like, A we're going to be more patient because we are hoping that things will, they'll figure it out. But B, I think also it's, there's a lot of frustration around a lot of stuff that's happening surrounding WWE with, you know, people like who knew what and all that stuff. And Russell yelling about something that you can affect is a lot easier than Russell yelling about something that we don't know anything about that might have like nuance. If you've got any thoughts about the main event of WrestleMania, let us know about them on all the socials. Hey, Blue Sky is open to the public now. You can just join it and find us there. When we come back, we've got three things from wrestling that you should know about. That's next on Tights and Fights. Oh, darling, why won't you accept my love? My dear, even though you are a duke, I could never love you. You... You borrowed a book from me and never returned it. (gasps) Save yourself from this terrible fate by listening to Reading Glasses. We'll help you get those borrowed books back and solve all your other reader problems. Reading Glasses, every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Soundheap with John Luke Roberts is a real podcast made up of fake podcasts. Like, if you had a cupboard in your lower back, what would you keep in it? So I'm going to say mugs. 
A little yogurt and a spoon. A small handkerchief that was given to me by my grandmother on her deathbed. Maybe some spare honey? I'd keep batteries in it. I'd pretend to be a toy. If I had a cupboard in my lower back, I'd probably fill it with spines. If you had a cupboard in your lower back, what would you keep in it? Doesn't exist. We made it up for Sound Heap with John Luke Roberts. An award-winning comedy podcast from Maximum Fun, made up of hundreds of stupid podcasts. Listen and subscribe to Sound Heap with John Luke Roberts. Now. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Loveland and I'm joined by... Danielle Radford. And... Lindsay Kelk. Now we're going to share three things from the wrestling world that you should know about. This is the three count. Watch my three count. Danielle, what would you like to put over? Dune 2 is coming out. Uh, Dune 2 and the Cursed Bucket. As uh-huh. I need one. I need one so bad. And so, they obviously, this is a junket time. And Dave Batista has been on the junket circuit. And he had a really great answer talking about his experience with uh, Denis Villeneuve and how uh, Denis Villeneuve made him feel like an actor for the first time, which is wild. But uh, here we go. Here's the audio. Denny showed uh, this support, um, this nurturing <laughs> for me, which I needed. And, I, and I'm not too proud to say I needed. I need a director to um, make me feel supported, make me feel comfortable. Uh, and, he, and he just does. He's the only one that's verbally come out to me and said that you're a, you're a very strong actor. You, you know, follow your instincts. And I've never had anyone say that to me. I love that so much. I love that Batista is in his, like movie I want to be taken seriously era he really fucking means this like he's not looking to be in a blockbuster he doesn't want to play dumb goofy characters forever he wants and I I I mean this when I say this I do genuinely believe that of all of our wrestle boys Batista has a very good shot at being the first one to me- to win a major award I really believe this whether it's like an Emmy or like an Oscar or at least be nominated let's say be nominated maybe not let's say win just because who knows a lot of people are nominated that don't win like he but could he, go I, he, he could go to the Oscars like <laughs> yeah, so I'm just I I love when any of the wrestle folks decide that they want to like get into acting. I really love how fucking deadly serious Batista is taking this. Plus, if you go back and you find the clip, he looks really good. He looks mm-hmm. rested. He looks tanned. He looks all of the things that people do when they've probably just had something done and want it to look like they've rested. I don't care, man. Look, when I'm if I got money, I'm putting shit in my face, so I'm not judging. But he looks amazing <laughs> and. I just, I, you know, he wants to be taken seriously so bad. And I love that he has had that opportunity to do so with Dune and the, the and the Cursed Bucket. Yeah, the flashlight that you eat popcorn out of. <laughs> it's all, it's oh, ribbed in the, so it's ribbed for his pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay, do you want to put over something outside of that bucket? <laughs> I'd, I'd like everything to be outside of that bucket. I want everything to stay outside of that bucket. Man. That's what the police are telling please, people in the park. Please. X video oh. is going to get so cursed. It's going to be so cursed. <laughs> you ought to have to sign something before they give it to you. Like, that's all I'm saying. Is like, this can only <laughs> be waiver. used for popcorn. Yeah. Two drops um, in a bucket. Ew, Fuck it. If you're not ew, down with that. Ew. Go ahead. No, I hate it. So I want to put over... Um, our beloved Bailey, 
Putting over Bailey, Royal Rumble yeah. winner Bailey, who is getting no love. Also, Io, who is the fucking champion. Mm-hmm. Bailey mm-hmm. and Io are getting absolutely no shine, and it makes me a little bit mad because, like, yes, I love Bianca too, and Bianca has a reality show, but Bianca currently, as she said herself at the WrestleMania press event, has no road to WrestleMania, and yet here she is at the press event. It makes me mad. It makes me really mad that she's not getting her shine. She won the Rumble. She should be respected on this. Uh, she herself has pointed this out, that she's kind of a little sad about it, but that she'll just fight her way to it, which fucking sucks that she should have to. But you know who else pointed it out? Do you know which other <laughs> well-known peacemaker, conciliatory dude <laughs> spoke on this? CM Punk. I really wanted to talk about Bailey and how she won the Royal Rumble for the women and she wasn't represented on the poster. Felt like she needed a presence there. I got caught up talking about The Rock and Reigns and Cody and Seth and all that, but very much in the main event mix is Bailey. She won the Rumble, don't forget it. Put some respect on her name. Who is this man? Who is this man, right? something's going on i the video of him jumping over barricades to give jade a hug at the rumble paying particularly nice visits to nxt wrestlers who may or may not have gone through surgery now he's out here championing bailey i i love it don't stop maybe there's something in his bret hart gear he keeps wearing roots of flight Bret Hart outfits. Maybe they're lining them with something. I don't know. Maybe they're stitching <laughs> something into the lining then giving it to him to wear. But when CM Punk is out here championing your women's Royal Rumble winner and you're not, something's fucking wrong. And Bianca's amazing and Bianca's a star, but the people who are actually in Mania having a match for the title need to be like represented as being there. It, the, come on, y'all. It was the first match that was confirmed. It was the first match that was official and like fuck <laughs> please people please i'm excited about it i think it's going to be an absolute ripper yeah yeah and i feel like out of all of the four horsewomen bailey like gets the most kind of like not as big of a whatever yeah. like she, she doesn't get as much shine as some of the others do so like even though she has definitely worked more <laughs> like time-wise than any of them so yeah i'm with on. phil Right? Wow, that feels weird and Ugh. dirty to say. How weird does it, as noted young lady Lindsay Kelp, it feels uncomfortable to say it, but I'm with <laughs> Phil. Bizarre. Imagine you are 12 years old. Is that how old this kid is? 12, 14? Regardless, I think 14 maybe. Young. And your father was not only a, a very talented wrestler, but one of the most beloved people in the industry. The late John Huber, a.k.a. Brody Lee. And you are training to be a wrestler. You're actually impressive. You can move. I mean, you know, you're not there yet at all. But the basic mechanics of how you move and and everything is all there and very impressive. And so you you get to to work out and roll around, as they say. And who do you do it with? Liv Morgan. How cool that he's training, that he has the support. How cool of Liv Morgan to wrestle with him. It looked good. I would watch the match. <laughs> yeah, right. They both looked fun. Especially with her coming back. Yeah, like just coming back and being like, yeah, I'm going to do some training. So I'm going to do some training with the kid. That's so cute. Yeah. W- one side note on this is that uh, one thing Cody Rhodes is getting a lot of props for maybe behind the scenes is when 
Brody Lee passed away that that mm-hmm. Cody was the one who delivered the news to his son oh. and stayed with him. So, you know, it's good to know whatever happens with Cody, whether he finishes a story or not, whether he wrestles another day or not, to know that he in that moment was was above and beyond uh, a good mm-hmm. person is is a really lovely thing. So there you go. People being good yeah. and people being nice. That's what I'm putting over. Yay. Yeah, that's nice. I'm going to make fun of finish the story forever because I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but one great thing about Cody yep. is that as as it stands right now, like if he remains the dude that it seems that he is, I am happy that he is now going to be like, because he's never, he's one of these people, he will be doing wrestling for the rest of his life. He's yep. never going to not be involved in the business somehow. And I'm happy to know that there is a person like that that is going to be in this business. Now, let's hope I didn't just snake bite him. But. That's right. Now, you are, you are right to make fun. <laughs> of it you are not right that you're a piece of shit <laughs> let's be let's see <laughs> that does it for this episode of tights and fights this week your hosts were danielle radford and Lindsay kelk along with me hal lublin you can find me at hal lublin on all the socials including blue sky danielle yeah same find me on all the socials including blue sky um for folks who really like seeing me do stuff on dropout we're about to drop the new season of um actually which is the improvised funny trivia show on dropout not only am i in an episode of and you can see that in the trailer all over their socials i was also one of the writers on this season obviously they didn't have me do any of the questions that i wrote because why so yeah go and and watch that. That will be really, really fun. We've got new host, friend of the podcast, friend of the network, Maximum Films' own Ify Wadiway is now the new host of Um Actually. So go check that out. Wonderful. Lindsay? Uh, yeah, social media in it. That, that, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm on Blue Sky technically, but I'm not. So don't look for me there. Mostly wow. Instagram or lurking <laughs> on TikTok. Rarely mm-hmm. posting, but ever, <laughs> ever lurking. Wonderful. Uh, so that's it. Come see me. All right. Our producer is the pun and 20 pun and pun, Julian Burrell, senior producer at Maximum Fun, is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Thank you to all the Max Fun members that keep this show going. Keep up with us all week long on all of our social media channels. You'll find those in the show notes. Find our Tights and Fights WrestleMania shirt at maxfunstore.com and celebrate Ice Cream Christmas all year long. We'll be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Here comes the pain, bow to the masters, this is a podcast, they are podcasters, Max Fun's the network, Dyson Fights is the name. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows, supported directly by you.